0: watching what if have you caught are you caught up on that yeah, yeah of course right. you know i'm not caught up on lower decks very upset. as i haven't seen this week's episode the 800th episode of star trek yeah i'm so i haven't seen that i did watch titan so i'm enjoying that i still it's, can not any titans it's like i like it better it's a step up from the cw shows it's like if you've liked any of the cw shows this is that but um adult I think that's the best way they could think of describe it.
1: Okay, if I like the more serious ones. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, if they gave Smallville like more money, this is what it would be. Actually, no, okay. not even Smallville. Uh,
1: well, yeah, if you added
0: in like a, an R R-rated,
1: Tax Latter loves R-rated Superman. Why not? <laughs> why not? Um, it actually
0: in tone definitely feels more like something like Suicide Squad than any of the other maybe harley quinn yeah so it might be more like birds of prey that's probably the closest like tone like visually tone i don't know whatever anyway hello and welcome to breaking geek rate of the podcast the premier and flagship podcast of lrm online i'm your host brandon jones and this week in the booth we got nick deasy what's going on what up what up not much not much how you doing uh so we're gonna talk about a couple of things um we're gonna do some news but in addition to some news we're going to uh, review reminiscence um i don't know whatever reason in my head i was struggling i was thinking about the movie i saw last night i was thinking i saw candy man last night oh, so did my you? yeah so in my head i was like are we reviewing candy i was like no 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 we're, we're doing the other thing the other thing um so i'm, I'm stumbling over my words but <laughs> we have a little bit of news we're just going to jump right into the review. And um, so, yeah, that's it. I'm actually going to probe your brain about this. I'm really curious how you feel about this since we're both caught up on What If. Uh, and we didn't talk about it last week. I'd like to know what you think about this. So Cam Clark, uh, nobleman of LRM Online, has been on the show before. Said a, He had a very bold statement to say uh, about this latest episode of What If. Uh, so the last What If was titled what if the world lost its mightiest heroes so tony stark thor and hulk were all killed uh at the outset of this episode through the course of this episode and it's left to nick fury and uh the rest of his team to kind of figure out what the deal was and cam said it is the best episode yet uh i've got thoughts and feelings about that but
1: nick what do you think um someone maybe it was just cam i saw who said that on Slack. i thought somebody else said that too maybe it was even kyle on our podcast but. i'm
0: looking at the written word the thing that he has put out to the world okay his stance um you know those other people they weren't brave enough to put it on the website they just said it in slack that doesn't count He put or you he, he published an article
1: yeah i think kyle agreed well, to them on our podcast yeah. i still like the second one better what did they so what do they think is so great about this one I don't even know. Um, well, this one's definitely better than the first one, I think, also. Yeah. Um, because it, the problem with the first one is it doesn't change up enough. Right. Whereas maybe they like it more because it's more traditional. To, maybe they prefer the Avengers or something over the Guardians or even Black Panther. I'm not sure. But okay. it's because it's an interesting one. It changes stuff enough. But it's not quite the departure. That, I mean, it is a departure in the end, but really it's following theories one big week or whatever. Right. And uh, at least the beginning, it's the beats of the movie. And it's like, you know, it's a bunch of, yeah, a bunch of good actors coming back for it, including Ruffalo, who's kind of helped ret- retcon that movie. <laughs> so weird. Ruffalo was Hulk. Oh, uh- <laughs>
0: it was so weird watching him walk out of the um, the locker that he was in. I was
1: like, oh, yeah. wait, he wasn't in this movie. But well, I saw his name in the opening credits, and I was like, "Well done, like, <laughs> well done." Getting Ruffalo, I think, was a big step, but just kind of like being like, "Look, it was seen. always." Hit. If you haven't seen the movie in a while, don't don't even remember it. It's it was Ruffalo. Just a mind wipe.
0: Um. Yeah, I, I, definitely think that it was better than the first episode, and I. You said something that I think is true, right? Like you said, it was interesting. I think that you should walk away with all of these, like, huh. That was interesting. That should always be the thing. Um, I think I walked away from the first and really enjoying the fight scenes, but thinking like just like you guys, they they just crammed the Avenger or the first Avenger storyline into the first episode, and there isn't a lot of daylight between Peggy Carter and Steve Rogers, so the story was basically the same. Yeah, um, but T'Challa is nothing like um, Star Lord, like the other Star Lord. And in this, if the Avengers are dead, like you're already starting out with very different um, premises for your stories. So in that respect, I thought that these were definitely more interesting than the first. And I, like you, I agree. I think that the second one was a better episode. Um, this was fun as a
1: mystery, like a Done It type thing. Did you I guess agree. the ending? Uh, not until Natasha was being tossed about. Because I'm like, invisible? And then I'm like, no, not invisible. <laughs> Little.
0: Um, I did not think anything about any kind of shrinking person, Ant-Man type, or Yellow Jacket, or Hank Pym, until um, they were talking to Betty. And she said there was like a projectile that came through here. I was like, maybe. But I definitely did not. I was not solidified in that. It just crossed my mind.
1: So I figured it was Loki at the beginning because mm. he would have been i don't know how he would have poisoned i mean he can do all that stuff with his mysticism and stuff like he could uh, cause hawkeye to lose his grip i mean there's right. a lightning bolt at the exact same time not that right. that's hawkeye's power set i mean uh loki's power set but yeah and I, knew I he was gonna be in the episode based on the name so i'm like oh he must be doing all this so that he'd be like hey no heroes i'm coming to new york y'all <laughs> which is funny because that's how it ended right and i, I think yeah. i like that
0: um i think that at least for me loki was kind of a misdirect like he shows up you're like oh it was him all along and then it's like oh no it wasn't him oh but wait he's still gonna take over the earth (laughs) yeah it's like he's gonna leave after he gets
1: gets to take on hank Pym. yeah so that
0: was interesting um like i said i i'd still put it as number two and then last week's episode is number one but
1: i really 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 did like uh Michael Douglas as Hank Pym in this. I thought yeah. I thought this was definitely the best voice actors of all the episodes. So, was that actually Michael Douglas or did not yeah. look at the credits? It he was.
0: sounds a
1: lot older than he
0: has. Interesting.
1: Well, he, he, I thought it definitely fit because it's a crazy Hank Pym, basically. The Hank Pym that would slap his wife, <laughs> like, you know, back in the yellow jacket costume, just like <laughs> crazed. His brain's probably being affected by Pym particles, like he warns. because it's probably loosey goosey with it compared yeah. to when kind of drove Corey Stoll's character mad too when he shrunk even though he was already evil. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man. I don't know. It was. A, I like the twist. I, I I thought the voice work was super solid, um, except for no, basically everyone. Um, obviously, you got Jeremy Renner and Chris Hemsworth and Phil Coulson. Oh, I can't remember Phil Coulson's act. Clark Gregg and. Nick Fury, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson. It's fine. But uh, even, like, in the trailer, I was really worried about the Iron Man guy, but he did great in this one. Yeah. He sounded almost perfect. I At thought, thought, first, I thought maybe they're actually using dialogue from Iron Man 2 and paying. I'm a little surprised uh, they didn't. I think that would also require a bigger paycheck. Maybe. If they ripped the audio. They Because I'm sure they would have to pay something. Apparently, they think it's even cheaper not to
0: that's insane pay for that. that it is cheaper to pay another human to do a job than to just be like, hey, we're going to use the thing that we've already recorded. Because think about that, right? You have studio time, you got somebody recording it, engineering it, then somebody actually saying the lines, all of that, all of those people and all of those time, all of that time was still less expensive than saying like, hey, we're just going to reuse audio from, you know,
1: the previous movie,"
0: because almost word for word
1: it was the same and you did a good job with it and like (laughs) the trailer you're like Stark's off but unless you're like oh it's
0: crazy crazy economy we're living in and Um, it
1: is it is interesting that all these have been in a way they've been stories where they've all had cliffhangers all three so far and there is a big theory going around that I like that based on the trailer it looks like there's a shot of the new Avengers mm -hmm. so I'm almost thinking the last episode will be the new Avengers versus Loki do
0: you are you doing this on purpose i swear you're doing this on purpose
1: what oh because you said it before too that's right (laughs) oh it's a big yeah you you already said that before even i said that i'm an idiot i don't remember but it's getting stronger and stronger with the different setups they're doing at the end yeah i it feels
0: like they're building towards something which is nice um because it it adds more to the um, overall effect of the show rather than you just walking away from it with the overall feeling like, huh, that was interesting. It at least builds to something like, oh, that was cool. I mean, yeah. that's my scale, right? That was interesting. It's cool. Like, there's got to be something beyond that. I'll work on that. I'll work on the scale.
1: Okay. So, yeah. I'm sorry I keep stealing what you said that's because it's also a theory I buy into at this point. It's all right. It's all right. It's fine. The Hyundai, the Hyundai commercial confirmed it. <laughs> that's, I'll... <laughs> when i saw that i retweeted it and i was like what if thor could drive a car that's basically what that commercial is it's pretty awesome um anything else to say about uh this show uh i also you mentioned the fight scenes in a different one i really like i thought like the black widow fight scene was excellent even though it's an animation mm. like someone was like slowed it down oh and in the truck about, like yeah the truck like let's okay. see how she lifts her leg here doesn't drop it kicks that guy doesn't drop it kicks the other guy yeah and, and does the pose? <laughs> I
0: like that they are taking the time to do things that they couldn't
1: necessarily do in live action. I think you said that about
0: the first episode, right? Yeah,
1: you um, couldn't do the first episode as live action and afford it. In fact, they right. did stuff that they couldn't do first. Avenger,
0: right? So I think that that's cool. They're taking the time to show us different things and different aspects. Um, and that was a pretty funny line from who I assume was Crossbones, where he's like, "I don't understand why Fury likes her. Like, yeah, she get hit harder, but it's only because you can't see it coming." Um, (laughs) using the noises yeah shit good stuff good stuff um other favorite line from this episode was when loki slash fury flipped over hank's head and he's like you're pretty spry for a guy
1: that has an office job (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i like also the the sam uh well the nick fury is just laughing as it vo- morphs into loki's by that point you figured it out but just, to hear that many samuel jackson laughs going at once yeah yeah
0: that was good i, I is, enjoyed that part
1: another interesting point about this one is this one is the first one not to show the point that the path converged mm. because okay. it was hope going into shield is what caused this path whereas we saw the star lord star lord instead of not starwood the chala instead of uh chris pratt whatever yeah. getting picked what up. is
0: what is his real name
1: peter Quill. that's right couldn't remember it took me a minute yeah another struggling hello peter yeah it's <laughs> like it's like in a <laughs> the guardians too has that hello peter moment and the hello peter moment came back this week it did come back this in a week. different it came way back in a big way in a big way right like bigger way <laughs> we
0: we knew um we've all been talking about it we've all assumed we all all saw it coming and here we are confirmed uh, that maybe the Sinister Six? Do we call them the Sinister Six? Do I we think that all Sinister go- Six. We have to assume that's going to be the Sinister Six. Why else get that many villains in? To uh, harass Tom Holland's Spider-Man. So Marvel bringing the feels, bringing in the nostalgia, and uh, bringing back Doc Ock from the Tony McGuire uh, films, Alfred Molina. And we heard uh, Willem Dafoe's laughter as we um, saw very ramy pumpkin bomb yeah so it looks like it's building something and the kind of interesting thing about this was i think i had seen something where we were going to get this trailer in front of Shang shi but it leaked and so it seemed to force marvel's hand where they're like all right here it is you fucking well bastards. it was supposed to
1: be at sim CinemaCon only right the same day but yeah i think the leak and I think it's still would've, it would have probably would have come out the week before Shang Chi, you know, like Monday before or something. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't hold on to it that long after they've shown it. Right. Then again, it's not like they're releasing all the Mission Impossible and other movies footage they showed. They showed all of Ghostbusters. It's not like they're releasing anything new to go with that. Yeah, they showed a few things. I
0: think they did like nine minutes of uh, the new James <coughs> Bond movie as well. Mm-hmm. So, um,
1: yeah. What'd you think of the trailer, Spider Man? I loved it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a nice mix. It's not like I knew they wouldn't just show everything. So it's a nice mix of, you know, there's some Peter and MJ time on the roof, which is very Ramey-ish to, you know, like I think of them in the spider web and Spider-Man three when they're looking mm. up at the sky. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, he's in trouble. It's not like he gets rid of his identity or is running away. He's turned himself in like Superman, even though he could rip those handcuffs right off. He's like in court hopefully matthew murdoch's people are like that R might be matt murdoch's no
0: he wouldn't throw papers down in front of him like that
1: i might throw it down in front of the other guy the, the <laughs> other guys still in the room like look look this is how many times you saved the you know this
0: is all the work. evidence um speaking of saving the world it was really funny they had a another name moment right so from infinity war we had the oh we're using the real names yeah names and in this one he goes you know he called him sir so you know we've saved the world you have to call me sir he's like well steven's like yeah you're right that's weird so we'll go with it we'll go with it we'll roll with it um what did you think of dr strange's sniffle gear right so he's in there with uh what appears to be a hoodie with the cape on and i have a komodo in front
1: of like what was that what'd, what'd you think the general consensus is that he just never repaired the ceiling. Mm. Because maybe this is... We don't know how close to the snap, I guess, this is. But other people are like, oh, he's wearing a coat and has a fire. He must be Mephisto. And I'm like, shut up. Kyle still thinks he'll show up by the end of uh, um, Doctor Strange 2, but I'm like, no. We might get Mephisto someday. I guarantee we won't get him better. So here's
0: the thing. So this story... Uh, seems to hue very closely to One More Day, mm-hmm. which is the very hated Spider-Man storyline where Peter Parker makes a deal after Civil War and here we are after Civil War uh, to take back the reveal of his high identity from the world. And he makes that deal with the devil. And he wants the love, the love between him and MJ and he does that to uh, also bring back Aunt May. yeah, Bring her back to life. So um, it seems like we're getting a version of that story here.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But what's funny is, okay, so the Doctor Strange scene where he's doing the spell, mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, why can't this person remember and this person remember?" And that it very clearly breaks into three rings. So you're like, ah. But at the same time, someone tweeted this today. It's, it plays out that scene. You know, like they showed the pictures. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, why don't you just tell them again, Peter? And then it has like the credit screen. Right
0: after. <laughs> <laughs> Movie ends. It's not um, like
1: like if MJ still remembers them being friends and stuff, he can still be like, hey, like we've been dating or whatever. But guess what? I'm Spider-Man. But you don't know that because I had the re- oh, maybe she'd be t- nothing's too unbelievable to anyone who lives yeah. in an Avengers world. It's not like <laughs> it's weird it is it is a
0: frustrating thing it is a very spider-man thing where he is kind of the architect of his own destruction and he is very close close in line with his mentor in that regard right so him and tony stark uh very similar so this is one where yeah the answer is very simple just just tell the truth peter he's like i don't know about
1: that i don't think i'm gonna be doing that and then you um, see in the three rings, you're like, yes, the theories. I mean, we already knew Kevin Feige himself announced Electro, like at the very beginning. Yeah. And it's like, wow, well, that's the first sign. And then Alfa Molina was, I thought that was officially announced. Apparently, it was only rumored that exact same week until he released mm-hmm. his statement. And Willem Defoe's basically been saying yes, because he just says, I can't talk about a project till it's out. <laughs> right. And it's like, oh, that could be a denial, but it sounds very much like, just like, wait and see but yeah (laughs) yeah
0: and uh i think you said it in slack that wong looks like he is off to go fight uh maybe abomination in yeah um we'll see i it'd be interesting if he took all of that shit to go to a fight
1: because he looked like he was just moving out i'm out leaving gone like i just like how he bails every time the world's in danger it's like hey don't do that i got a portal to go through hey don't do that thing told you not to do that thing i gotta go yeah that seems i know that's where dr strange is at but it's almost suspicious that our dr strange would do that because their other theories was like maybe it's the dark dr strange from the tv series and i'm like no he's still kind of he's he's kind of probably gonna be a cockier yeah. character than before because they lost stark and they need to fill that void and like to that point like
0: he helped beat thanos like yeah I, it's I think it is very easy to forget where he started out in his own movies. Like he's a super arrogant guy. Um, And while he might've been humbled and learned a bunch of stuff, he has now surpassed the power level he had before. And I think it's hard to forget that person and not be that
1: person. Yeah. So he's basically drunk with power. That's the easiest way to say it. Now, here's the question. I mean, we could talk more, but uh, we see the lizard. Someone actually really slowed down the footage and lit it up, and it does Mm -hmm. look a lot like the lizard. We see lightning bolts. We obviously already know what that is. They're a different color. So far, making good on his promise. And then uh, there's a Sandman, I think. Pretty clear Sandman. Really? I didn't see that. that. That's cool. Which, it's fun. Alex Ross posted a picture. Not him himself, but his account. Wait, so is that five? So you said Sandman,
0: Lizard, Electro, Doc Ock, Goblin, who's six? I don't know. Got a mystery villain out there, maybe. Yeah, that'd be cool if they. Did. I I want them to do Sinister Six. Um, we'll see who they'll toss in that. Um, and I will say this again: the least exciting thing to me about this movie is that it is a Spider-Man movie, or that it is a Tom Holland-led Spider-Man movie. I'm still more interested in everything going on around him. So, like, uh, yeah. So, like, Stephen Strange or seeing all of the Sinister Six come back, or even the old Spider-Man come back. So, that's just me.
1: Yeah. What was I gonna say else about it? Thinking, thinking. Clocks running. I don't know. Clocks running. Fox running. Oh, I think I got it all out. Got it all out. It was just really, yeah, cool to see Doc Ock okay Yeah, the hello peter moment because the only ones who wouldn't be aware of rant, oh because i was saying everyone like everyone in that universe mcu knows like every human being is like there's weird shit like there's magic there's robots there's giant purple monsters but it'll actually be fresh for all the spider-man villains just because they've only dealt with realist more realistic like down to earth like oh i got turned into a lizard or oh i gassed myself and now i'm crazy yeah, or, they're accustomed to being the freaks. Yeah, so like you go, going into the MCU, I don't think they would believe half the shit that's happened. Like, slow down, slow down. I got, it. I have to take a moment to adjust to this bullshit. Especially like, what depends about where they're drawn from? Yeah, like, uh, Alfred Molina said that he's there's the I doubt the footage is actually there, but that he gets yanked like right before he drowns or whatever. Right. So it's like, does Goblin get yanked? Maybe he's already earlier in his story because he's dead by the end of that film or does death just not matter and they just all get yeah it might not be the
0: same for all of them right so given that we're dealing with different timelines and all of this other stuff and multiverse it it doesn't necessarily have to be the same for all of them yeah so it'll be okay. interesting to see how they square that and what rules they come up for that so they can break them later mm-hmm You ready to move on to more Marvel news? Always. All right. So Black Panther 2, AKA Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Uh, we've got a little bit of set news specifically coming out of MIT. So there's a set of two stories where we got to see Guerrera, uh, AKA Okoye, and Letitia Wright Shuri, uh, they went to MIT. And the assumption was that they were going to see Riri Williams. And we also got a description from the Cosmic Circus, um, someone who saw the set and they saw uh, the actress playing Riri Williams, who is uh, Dominique Thorne. So the description of that scene was, I was at MIT today while they were doing day shoots for Black Panther 2, wanted to share what I saw. One scene we saw being filmed outside the Stratton Student Center was Riri Williams. She was on the phone, she was talking to a guy. It was a quick scene. She had a gray shirt on. The male student was taller, a white male, wearing a dark red shirt. Extras acting like students walked around in the background. The Ri scene was just her talking to a guy, then she walked away and pulled out her cell phone. Very short.
1: And that's I know, it. I know people want to like get every little detail they can about it, but I'm like she was wearing a gray shirt. That's like, right. It's I'm important. sure that's plot heavy
0: hey the other guy was a red shirt that means he's gonna die Uh uh-oh wrong wrong franchise my bad Um, I
1: watched that trilogy with my roommate for the first time which trilogy the Uh, kelvin trilogy he had not seen any star trek okay what do you think he liked it yeah i don't think he'll continue with any other track but he's like yeah these are good beyond beyond yes that's my favorite too He liked Into Darkness because he had no like. I knew he'd like that one a lot because he doesn't have anything to get disappointed by watching it because he doesn't know any of the. I had to like explain. I'm like, see it swap. Kirk dies instead of.
0: Yeah, I think if I didn't have that that.
1: baggage, yeah, I I think without the baggage, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's Um, an original movie without. Wrath of Khan just didn't exist at all. (laughs) Yeah, which is why
0: I, I think that that is why again talking about this fucking movie. Why I think the only change (laughs) that would make me actually like that movie is if he was just someone different. Because then I wouldn't walk in with that baggage. Yeah. That's how I was hoping he would be. Anybody. (laughs) Like, pick pick somebody else. Pick, like, a random con-acolyte move forward. Because everything else
1: about that movie is good. Yeah. And I was super stoked when uh, they had the Gary Mitchell episode of uh... (laughs) Lower Tags. I was like, yes. There's one more thing I don't like about that movie.
0: And it's the um, scene with, uh, what is her name? Who's the doctor? Alice Eve. Yeah. It's like super weird and unnecessary.
1: The the changing. Shrek, what, yeah. Like, why, yeah. why are we doing this? But anyway. My roommate was happy when that happened because he was like, she, throughout all movies we watch, he's always like, oh, she's so hot, depending which actress is in the movie. Like, we watch because, bang, bang. Yeah. Or Michelle Monahan is smoking, but it's like, God, she's so hot. <laughs> Interesting. So he got his glamour, non Star Trekky shot of uh, her in a bra. <laughs> Anyway, gray shirts, red shirts. Wakanda forever. Gray shirts, forever. red shirt. Wakanda forever.
0: Uh, it's coming at you at some point in the future.
1: When is this movie coming out? I don't remember. Um, next year? I assume saw... it must be if they're shooting. Yeah, it has a release date. For yeah. now, it's just yeah. We'll see when things happens. are getting bleak again. Hashtag Luckily, the Sony out. report they were pushing Venom was false, because that oh. that would have been like the first domino to fall. Oh, I'm so sad that they're not. Uh... Pushing me, they
0: I don't did want to delay see it. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Delay my pain because I know we'll probably watch after the podcast. But yeah. Anyway, well, Wakanda Forever coming at you at some point. Uh, hashtag recast T'Challa. I hope they do. They
1: will. I think it. I do like that there seem to be maybe they found a smart person and they're meeting that they're trying to recruit her from MIT or something. Because I wouldn't want Riri to be Wakandan just because it takes away from Shuri supposed to be like the smartest person in the mc universe yeah i don't think that they would i I like if she was also from wakanda it would i don't care if they change the character it's just like well then what's shuri's job (laughs) yeah
0: i think i'd be surprised if they did that
1: yeah that's why i make i bet she's an american because she's just a student i mean anyone could be going to mit but i think that's the fact (laughs) that they're going to seek her out is what it looks like well i don't know if anybody could go to well i mean like any any like any race could go to mit any race could go to MIT. <laughs> well i'm not just saying any person could but i'm like i mean or not just race but like you know you can be from britain or from I mean, Wakanda a, almost and go any, to... any gender as well i don't know any gender let's, let's probably this Maybe. movie proves women can I go to know. mit <laughs>
0: yeah i mean but here's the thing they wouldn't be playing basketball there because nobody watches women's basketball like so unfortunately Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, now that we've established that any race can go to MIT, <laughs> I meant
1: different countries. Are you
0: are you excited about the Matrix Resurrections? Now that no. we have an official title that we already have known for months. <laughs> no. Um, so in addition to getting a, a, a confirmation, of extra confirmation like a double hit hard confirmation because I think it was maybe about five, six months ago, we had, um, it had to have been longer ago than that. So there was a shoot that was happening in Europe and someone from the production was sent like a box that was like, hey, thanks for your work on the Matrix Resurrection. So we knew at that time that that was probably 99.9% going to be the name, but Warner Brothers did us a solid and said, hey, just in case you weren't sure, be sure. But CinemaCon, uh, during the presentation, Warner Brothers showed off a trailer for The Matrix 4. Um, So here's the description that we received uh, that came from Screen Rant. The new trailer opens in San Francisco with Neo now going by the name of Thomas and seemingly unaware of who he is. Neil Patrick Harris plays his therapist and a brief scene of Neo as Thomas is shown in a therapy session. Neo says, I've had dreams that don't seem like dreams, and I am I crazy? Before he has flashbacks to events of the original trilogy, the trailer also expands on the initial footage of Trinity and Neo meeting, but this time they don't seem to know each other, even though they think they do. Trinity asks Neo as Thomas, have we met? The trailer then shifts into a montage mode and Neo observing day-to-day life in the Matrix's version of San Francisco. Finally, Mateen shows up and he looks like a young Morpheus saying, Time to fly, before offering Neo a red pill and a blue pill. Then another young woman with blue hair takes Neo through a mirror, showing him the Matrix. Another scene shows us Morpheus and Neo fighting before Neo breaks the dojo room with his powers. The trailer also shows that the machines, the machine pods are back as our agents and the franchise's signature action. Trinity can be seen fighting police, officers, and agents at one point, even before the clip ends with Neo pulling his signature move, stopping bullets with his mind before he redirects an an entire missile at a helicopter. So that is the trailer description that we have gotten. Uh, Nick, you said you weren't excited. Are you excited now? Less so.
1: Less so. Tell me why uh I, I don't know who wrote the article on lrm but i read it and they were like sounds a little familiar doesn't it uh that would like, also yes be Clint,
0: that would also be cam who has a terrible opinion with regard to what if but
1: that's true but it just sounds like if they're gonna put them back in the matrix and go through all the scenes of showing him escape the matrix and doubt the matrix and all that stuff again i guess the twist would be what's up with the young morpheus like why didn't uh, Lawrence Fishburne get to come back? Oh, uh, I don't know. And I just feel like I, mean, I didn't even like the first Avatar. I love the first Matrix. I feel like it's a franchise people really don't care about anymore. Maybe I'm wrong. Both of those, but I would put Matrix in this. Like it's just like those were hits of the time, and now it's like is anyone really looking for a Matrix four? Like I would almost wait a little bit longer and reboot it rather than doing a sequel that sounds like a soft reboot yeah i
0: i don't disagree with you given the trailer description i haven't heard anything that gets me excited about this and i i probably agree with you even more like hearing like morpheus jr or young morpheus makes me less excited um for this kind of project i i would almost prefer if they had just done something completely different but yeah I'm willing to wait and see what happens. But again, I think my biggest problem and the reason why I don't have a lot of faith is I had I cannot remember the last time the Wachowskis, um, either of them, did something that I was excited about. Like, I tried to watch Sense8. I couldn't get into that. Speed Racer wasn't really my thing. Cloud Atlas, eh, that's okay. I haven't even seen most of it. I saw Um, Speed Racer. strongly disagree with Jam. About Speed Racer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All day. It's crazy. Um, And I'm trying to think what else if anything they've done that i can think of that i since then that i like and I, I can't think of anything so you know essentially we've been kind of cruising for the last 20 years on the same project yeah yeah we'll see we'll see um, oh they have the made a version center. starring will smith <laughs> Uh, if they had made a version, so here is the real deal. Here's my opinion about this. If we had gotten a version with Will Smith, for whatever reason, it's funny because Will Smith seems to keep telling. I don't know if people are resurfacing the same footage or if he keeps telling the same story because I feel like we've known for a while that's yeah. the reason why he didn't do the movies because they did a terrible
1: pitch. Maybe he's not given into that much detail, but he's always said it's a bad pitch. Yeah. The most recent thing is like, here's why it was bad. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I... If he was Neo, Morpheus wouldn't be black, and so they like I would have swapped. Yeah, they would have. I think it was going to be Val Kilmer.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, that's right. they
0: said that, and I was like, I like do like Val Kilmer, but
1: so Morpheus I, is cooler.
0: <laughs> I like what I got. I like Keanu Reeves as Morpheus, and I like I'm sorry as Neo, and I like <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus. Like I'd have, I don't think that it would have been value add to have those swapped because there's no way this movie would have two black leads
1: yeah just but i mean but like if this was just a different story and Will will not even playing neo just like make up for it. like i'd love to do matrix now like that's why i wish it almost was like I'd i feel re- like that'd be I, a better project yeah that's what i'm saying it's just uh i i know how much people hate handoff movies i'd rather have a handoff movie than neo re-waking up and experiencing everything again yeah, I'd rather I have it with a new young actor who's like, "What the fuck?" Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I put Boyd Holbrook in the role. I mean, I think that the better project
0: to me would have been like if they would actually gotten Will Smith to do the movie this time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I'm agreeing. I'm saying that would be cool. Uh,
1: whatever. Whatever. To watch it for free on HBO Max, I'm sure we'll cover it and we we'll won't spend a cent on it.
0: All of what you just said is true. <laughs> you speak the true truth. As they say in Cloud Atlas. Haven't seen it. Looked haven't seen weird. it. Have you, but you watch Rick and Morty, right? Yeah. They did it. Not yeah. only caught up though. So the episode I remember where, the
1: one they did because like they had the same yeah. like design the weird, I don't the know, The facial
0: tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what Jerry said And the he was like, Oh, I'm speak the sure. truth. So <laughs> that's that's the thing. That's the only thing I remember about that movie. But anyway. It's the parody of it. <laughs> Is the parody of it. So, um, that's it. You got anything else to say about the Matrix?
1: Please be good. Sounds disappointing. Less excited. Like I said before, I wasn't excited before.
0: I'm just gonna say, please be good. Hashtag thoughts and prayers. You know what's funny? I think the Wachowskis have produced movies that I like, but more recently than the matrix so like ninja assassin even though it, it got destroyed on rotten tomatoes which so i'll add it's another one of my guilty pleasures ninja assassin's mm. a fantastic movie um i love it and uh v for vendetta are the two to come to mind where i'm like the wachowskis did not make these movies but they produced them and they are just like mm. Mm. so good chef's kiss love them love them. <laughs> cool
1: anyway anyway sorry if i kissed anybody in the audience without <laughs>
0: Anything else? Anything else before we move on to our
1: review of Reminiscence? Ah, let's do it. All right. You and I are going to argue. <laughs> are we going to argue? All
0: right. So here's the thing. You said that before you even watched it. Like, it sounded like. No,
1: no. But that's why I was trying not to say it that way. Where I'm like, I think it might be good. I just have been putting it off. Because me and my roommate have been watching. We haven't watched anything that dark in, like, the two weeks he's lived here. What do you We're mean? We're always dark? watching, like, 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 f- actual, like, film dark? Well, I mean, but, like, no, no, no. But, like, this heavy. Like this, we watched like we watched movies like Star Trek and Sherlock Holmes and like Horrible Bosses 2 and stuff. This like felt like going into a Nolan movie, which is more heavy. In fact, it had way more similarities than I thought it would have with the two movies that I compared it to. Uh, Inception mm-hmm. and uh, Minority Report. We okay. said the name of the movie already. Oh, we'll introduce the movie and then we I can- did. That's it. That's oh, a okay. That's right. okay. I'm gonna do the
0: description. Here we go. Reminiscence, a private investigator of the mind navigates the darkly luring world of the past by helping his clients access lost memories. His life has changed as he uncovers a violent conspiracy while trying to solve the mystery behind a missing client. This film has a 5.9 on IMDb out of 10, and on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an abysmal 38%. From the critics and a, I don't even know what it has from the audience. A forty percent from the audience. I am shocked um, that people don't like this movie. And I read through some of the Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. uh, critics, and I, I, I won't name them or read them because the only conclusion I could come to them is that these people are stupid. And so I'm not gonna like. It doesn't make any sense for me to read their names and like say that. But like, I know you don't like it. So let's jump into. I think let's try something different. I don't think we need a rule for this anymore. I, I think people know, you know, what, what they do and what they what we should do and all this other stuff. We're just going to jump into spoilers. Uh, and yeah. so Nick, I'm going to ask you,
1: you know, what didn't you like about it?
0: And well, um,
1: let's do that. I was expecting to like it because of what you said. Like I said, I was just putting off to the last night because I'm like, God, this looks heavy compared to the stuff we've been watching.
0: And when you say what I said, you mean how much I did like it?
1: Yeah, exactly. I was going, I'm like, I I mean, we don't always agree, obviously. But then like the other points, it's like, when I was looking at you, I looked up the crew and everyone because you said like it was all about like they have strong actors, including two two of the strongest from Westworld. It's written and directed by Lisa Joy, who co-created Westworld with her husband um Jonathan Nolan and it just yeah the pedigree is there I love Rebecca Ferguson like she's always an actress I can trust and everyone did a great job I think we say that I I thought I was incredibly slow maybe that's because it's trying to be a detective thing but I was I wish I watched it over several nights like one of the other movies we did just because it was like it was so slow yeah it's supposed like so
0: Go I ahead. know it's supposed to be
1: that way I just that was my least favorite part it was the pacing the mystery is cool I like that it was a, it got a lot better in the second hour just because that's when it picked up but it still just never never caught, know, never, it never hit me that I, I, I enjoyed the twist but it also like it seemed like most things you like some of the things they revealed at the end was like oh he was told that like an hour ago in the film <laughs> was that really a twist which part um, what part was I thinking of? Oh, that she like oh, what was it? Because my roommate even said that he's like we already knew that. It was something we knew about her character. But I guess the actual twist is that she wasn't that terrible a person. Um, that he what? Oh, but you yeah, know, I can't remember what it was. It's something that we learned about her character or the mom or something that we're like, oh, we already knew that. But now they're maybe the characters didn't, which is why they made a bigger thing about it maybe i can't remember the exact name because obviously there are lots of plants so there are lots of good plants and payoff or my roommate likes to talk about checkoff's gun yeah which is nope. everything from the fish tank to like like we see the eel tank you're like oh yeah <laughs> i know what's gonna happen with this later <laughs> in the movie
0: i think that was in the trailer wasn't it i'm pretty sure that shootout was in the trailer
1: i have not seen the trailer which is one of uh, the reasons i was excited to go uh... and pulled. That's also exciting for me, but it looked dark just based on the title and what the few clips that like I've seen seconds of it, but I was excited to go in without knowing anything about it past the premise of memories. So here's
0: what I'll say about that. And I have, I've talked about this before in the podcast. I've developed a new practice, relatively new practice. At this point, it's not a new practice. It's just my practice. I will watch a movie trailer. I will never watch the whole movie trailer because inevitably they spoil some shit. And so really what I'm looking for is to get a feel for the movie. And so when I stopped watching this trailer about a minute in, I was like, all right, I know that this is like a detective noir story. I like everybody involved. I'm just going to fucking watch it. Like, There's no need for me to to see any more of this. And so in terms of the pacing, it was exactly what I was expecting. Um, I've heard reactions to this movie everything from like i really loved it to um it was more confusing than inception and i was like i i don't really know and these are people i know
1: versus uh-huh. um reading what the critics are saying And I, I didn't find it confusing at all in fact they drew the one plant they drop of the lake house or whatever was one of the things i jumped to before the characters knew i'm like it's at that lake house that she showed very briefly (laughs) my roommate missed that part which i think that's the thing that i
0: like so let's i'll talk about the things i did like because i can't think of anything i didn't like about it for me when i tweeted about this movie i described it as perfect sci-fi noir like this was a detective story with an overlay of sci-fi and the things that they did to to pay off the story i really like so the story of um orpheus and her husband going to the underworld to go get her like all of that discussion about you know tell me a story okay well i'll tell you the story of um, um i can never pronounce his name but orpheus um orpheus gets taken down to hades and Uh, her husband goes to retrieve her from Hades uh, both the god of the underworld and the underworld itself and he's telling her that story and she's never heard the story before and to your point about paying stuff off I think before you hear him tell all of that story or at least that part of the story um, he talks about having to go to hell to go get her and so those are things that I really liked about this movie is that thematically it really paid off. Um, I, I really love the way this movie looked. I love that they incorporated what the world could potentially look like in the future without really hitting you over the head with like, it's climate change. It's you know all That's these terrible corporations. Part. Yeah, it was just, I feel like really good sci-fi does that. Like with a couple of words and some visual cues, you're like, this is the world. And you have a pretty accurate construction of what this world was like. Um, I loved Sandy Newton's character and her relationship <laughs> with Hugh Jackman. Like, they're like, hey, boss, this dame is no good for you. You got to, like, let this go. You know, this isn't going to end up well for you. Um, all of that, like, the it just did such a good job of hearkening back to Maltese Falcon style Humphrey Bogart type mm-hmm. stories and I was here like the only difference was the sci-fi elements and the fact that it wasn't in black and white other than that I was I was so at home with this flick
1: yeah I mean as I was watching it I even mentioned this to my roommate I was like first of all he only watches movies with subtitles on which I'm actually I don't do it without him but I have no problem doing it does help you hear some lines in the background mm-hmm. you wouldn't hear um but I was like Tim I was like normally this much narration means a movie's sloppy and it's a crutch but this is definitely a film noir so I am really digging like the narration from Hugh Jackman we actually went in I said it was called Reminiscence or whatever and he's I'm like it's about starring Hugh Jackman so when we started the movie he thought I was (laughs) obsessed with Marvel he's like Oh, it must be X-Men reminiscence. <laughs> A few moments to figure out that. When they called him Nick, he's like, Nick, no, his name is Logan. Logan. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, no, I love the world building. Just seeing it and talking about the people who were internment camps that then got washed away when one of the levies failed or whatever. Now they have this new... D- you know, dam. Basically, it's keeping them inside, but that's going to break eventually. And all the rich people are on their little ha 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 rich people area. Then just just mentioning of the war without describing it too much. Right. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see a different story in the world.
0: <laughs> um, it'd be kind of funny if this was actually like what part of Westworld's real world was like. That would be cool. Like
1: if this was that place in Westworld's future. With <laughs> Dolores and uh, not Dolores, uh, the crazy chick Mae? when it was like psycho in season two. Well, May, oh, not May's Maeve. the hero. Um, the prostitute. Remember. who's I forgot her. She has a she's big enough to have a name in the Matrix. I can't remember what it is. Did you say in the Matrix? In the Matrix. I mean, <laughs> in the Matrix.
0: Oh man, they got. West,
1: you. Well, well, that definitely. Knowing Westworld, I was also watching it. And here's one of the things I really liked about when I was watching it. I'm like, mm. we never know when it's a memory when it's not a memory. Right. Like, at one point, I'm like, I will hate this movie if that's the twist, but this whole thing could be a memory. It's all a twist. And I,
0: I think that different from like an M. Night Shyamalan movie, I was not watching this movie like waiting and trying to figure out what the twist was. But what I did like that it did from a narrative perspective is exactly kind of what you're talking about. Where that whole beginning, or at least a large chunk of it, is coming from his memory. And then he just wakes up and comes out of the tank, and she has to like wake him up out of the tank. And so you don't know when that memory began, like how much of what you're seeing was that memory. And that something about that from a storytelling perspective and a narrative perspective, I liked. Um, Because I think it, I think the way the story works was it jumped forward in time so what you were seeing in the beginning had happened like you know months and months and months ago
1: it was like i'm not an addict i never use it yeah and that's also reminded me about inception was that Cobb, leonardo DiCaprio, and his wife are just were so obsessed with going inside the dream world they lost themselves with within it which is something he warns about and i like the idea of like if you, but he used the court term for it if you lead the witness or whoever's in the thing and you're leading them into something that never happened right. they like start freaking out and I did like the the repetition of his like you're going back to you know like picture a memory and how like how angry he is when he says it to the guy at the end that he yeah. reburns like you're gonna feel that pain
0: <laughs> he like yeah. turns
1: up to like a hundred volts yeah I so that Man is a revenge thriller through and through once he figures out her shit.
0: Yeah, I, I think that so to me it still sticks very closely to those those noir thriller stories. Like it's all about him having to solve solve a mystery so he can figure out, you know, what happened to the woman that he loves. And for me, the wrap-up, um, when because to me, part of the big question wasn't necessarily. Where was she or what was she doing? It was, did she actually love him? Yeah. And I think that that was a better, not better. It was just as interesting as the main who's doing this and why story. And then when you find out, it is it was for me a gut punch. Um, the whole idea of again taking it back to the story of Orpheus, he was um do you know this story i barely remember it
1: i've definitely heard it before back a long so time ago.
0: he was telling nick was telling her the story uh rebecca ferguson the story in the movie and he played it like it had a happy ending that's not what happened does he actually look back
1: and he actually looks kind back. Of like it's turned to a pillar of salt or something similar? she gets snatched back to the underworld oh and then he still makes it out but he, he still yeah, he, he is he too tempted to look back yes because Because he's talking behind him
0: he's he's talking or he's trying to get her to say something he's like hey don't you like don't you remember that time we went to the beach like this is what he actually says but i'm saying and he's trying to coax her into basically proving that she is who he came to the underworld to get and he starts to doubt it and he's just like you know hey he's tricked me and all this other bullshit And he gets upset and so like right before they get to the end he looks and so just like that story in that he's telling in the movie he is in the past trying to find her and he's looking in the wrong spot and she's in reality right there she's right there and he refuses to go open the door and then Hades comes and snatches and takes her back to the underworld to the exact place where Nick said he had to go to get her. So it was in effect thematically the underworld mm-hmm. and the fact that they tied all of that shit together, fucking,
1: fucking awesome. You're convincing me to like it more, but I really don't <laughs> want to rewatch it because it is so slow for like an hour. Like, and I know film noirs are, but it's just, it was, I really, but it, I have a question for you actually. Um, so is it supposed to be a puzzle that you figure out? what takes place when because for a while I thought it was more like I thought after him she went to New Orleans but then it was before him she was before, in New yeah. Orleans and I was confused until they put the timeline is that is that intentional you think like a Westworld puzzle
0: yeah I feel it that, I think that this movie has a lot of um a lot of similar narrative hooks to Westworld I mean it comes from the same people right it has a lot of the same actors yep. like you pointed out and I just think that that is, that's their thing. Are you supposed to be able to know? I think it is intentional. I think it's an intentional misdirect only for a couple of seconds.
1: Yeah, because then you figure it out. Yeah, yep. While so, I was trying to piece it together. I didn't know for sure until the bad guy was giving his speech right. to Nick.
0: I think it's supposed to be a shock um, because I think you should know immediately that this is in the past because the guy whose memory they're taking it from is right there
1: right he's in the tank he's that's true but i I didn't know how long she'd been gone so i thought that's still i thought she went to new orleans after yeah uh, she ditched him and then fell into drugs and stuff until like you hear like fanny newman talking about oh yeah here's my memory she told me yeah 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 i I, what did she want
0: (laughs) and i so I think it is supposed to be a misdirect at least for a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like it, right? It 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 gives you the flutters. It makes you feel like, oh, is this, um, is that where she is? And then they bring you back to reality very quickly. Like, oh no, this is, this is something that is,
1: this is old. So. I really love him when he watches the memory where she's talking to him and then like he slips into the yeah. spot. So at even though end- he can't feel her, it's like, like yeah, she's like telling him she loves him, and at first the other guy thinks he's talking to her, and then yeah. she like says Nick, and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that was so good. Like planting um, clues in a memory of the other dude for Nick, and the final message. Yeah, I
0: I love that scene. Um, I just I don't think there's a, a lot that I could say about that scene other than I really liked it. So like she's having this conversation with Cliff Curtis, and. um, he he's just all into it and it goes back to that scene where there's a woman that looks like her and he's trying to relive that moment right he's trying to have that moment again where she's talking about uh that she loves him even though he knows that it wasn't real it wasn't him that she was talking to like that's kind of fascinating to me
1: yeah it seemed like it took him a while to catch on until she said nick he's like what the
0: fuck whereas like it should have been obvious
1: yeah but that's not something that bothers me oh yeah it doesn't bother me by the time we're to that we're just in the full sci-fi yeah. people would have dolled, died from that height you know normal mumbo jumbo my roommate always notices that he's like that person would have died i'm like dude you're watching a star trek movie <laughs> where captain jerk is girk is like sliding down the Enterprise. You call him captain jerk i did just then <laughs> Well, that's how I convinced him to watch Star Trek. As we watched Horrible Bosses 2, and he was like, "That guy has the bluest fucking eyes." Yeah, and, and just it's—he's more of a villain in Horrible Bosses 2, but like Kirk is still, you know, cocky, a little bit of yeah. a jerk. Like, it's funny. That's probably what he's they call up him, him here in Horrible department. Bosses 2. What?
0: said that's, that's, that's probably what they call him in engineering. Fucking Captain Jerk. <laughs> Warp 9 again. All right, fine. We'll get right on it. Jesus Christ bratty son of a bitch um i i can't think of anything else to say about this movie like i i
1: do you know whether or not jammer liked it i thought i saw something but then you called me on i was like maybe it wasn't him maybe it was someone else because it probably was twitter if it was him or i could have been a fr- like it could even be a like i also take the like i see opinions of like a lot of comic book people and like some directors like scott deckerson and even some smaller directors like i follow ryan johnson and all ryan johnson and all those guys so sometimes someone like that will tweet it out even like a comic book artist will be like that movie was fucking awesome (laughs) you know yeah
0: i am i still think the 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 biggest thing that i could say about this movie is that i am just shocked how much people did not like it and i cannot there are movies that i see that i like and i can understand why people didn't like it Aside from the pacing, I can't figure out what about this movie people didn't like and maybe I'll have to read the they reviews. They all thought it was
1: an X-Men movie like my roommate. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> X-Men reminiscence. Sweet.
1: I don't really want to read the reviews. I, no, don't. I don't I never do. Um I, I do look at the percentage, but I very rarely let it. I these days I don't look into the percentage until after, whenever yeah. we're doing a movie for this show. Or, um yeah. But I used to look and let it determine movies for me, unless it was a comedy. Like, because comedies are the comedies I like are usually like twenty percent, because it's just raunchy Seth Rogen movies or whatever. But usually I trust them with superhero movies. But now I just I look afterwards. I would say I'm surprised the critic score isn't higher, and I definitely think the Cinema Score is accurate because I think people went in expecting more of an action movie since it's Hugh Jackman. I am shocked that they
0: the scores are so close. They haven't been that close for stuff that we've reviewed in a very long time.
1: Usually they're close if it's like mid-level to mid-bad to mid-good. Those, are, They're never close when it's like, great, and then the audience right. is like, fuck
0: you. Right. Um, so I've got the Jammer review. He said he was mixed to positive. He loved the film, noir tone and style. He loved a lot of the visuals. He thinks that the second half was stronger than the first. And it culminated in a satisfying way. It was a bit slow in the first half and took a bit long to get going. C plus B minus, though he thinks it's a film he'd like more on rewatches, which actually also happened with the Suicide Squad. So I think he came away with that. Yeah. Like
1: he barely raised it, but he did a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It, it got a little bump, a little bump, a little bump. I would say I'm not too far off from him. I don't, technically, I gave it a two out of five but I would still give it like a C or a C I would give it a C minus or C okay. like that doesn't actually match up with two out of five the way we always discuss it, but that a jammer's not here. I'll do it. Right. <laughs> C- um, and I think for C. me, I, if you know
0: what it is, I think you'd be fine. So i recommend it to anybody who likes noir thrillers and anything of that nature. Um, I would give this a solid A, maybe even an A+. Um, For me, I I agree with Jammer in the the culmination in a satisfying way. Like, it came together so well for me, and it did just a really good job of laying the tracks of where it was going. And I don't know, I'm I'm probably definitely going to
1: watch it again within the next couple of weeks. Before it leaves HBO Max on the 30th, or no, after 30 days. That's crazy. Just keep Then going. they come back like a month later. Like Wonder the eighty four is back up, and like <laughs> it's, weird. it's uh, weird. Whatever the Jared Leto movie we watched is like back up. Weird. So
0: weird. Uh, the Little Things. That yeah, you know, that's what was, the it was com- called. The complete opposite of this movie.
1: I like The Little Things more, but it's not a good movie. Did you really? Holy <laughs> yeah. shit! I like The Little Things. I love serial killer movies, and they hit some of the right marks. Holy moly! And I love the twist. What a little bad things. movie! What a bad movie! I wouldn't rewatch <laughs> it, either. <laughs> Inter- i'm So no, would I recommend it enough? Like, hey, we should sit down and watch this together. I might recommend. I wouldn't even recommend it really to anyone I know. Is like, like if you have nothing else to watch, this movie is harmless. That's what I would say about the little things. Um. Yeah, I. Whoo! Man, like my sister watched it, but she also didn't like it very much. The little, yeah. It, I think she's very Little's into Seven and stuff also. Yeah, Jerry Little's performance
0: is probably the standout thing about that movie. But the rest of it is just dog shit. So, but anyway, anything else to say about Reminiscence? Uh, any of the news stories we talked about today or just life in general? Anything. What you got?
1: Oh, the, they showed... A, I, I didn't read a full description of it, even though I watch every piece of set news regarding Mission Impossible. Like they actually crashed the train the other week, and the footage is out there. And it's like that's impressive. I didn't. They use the CGI train, but this is awesome. But they said one of the main stunts they showed was the motorcycle ramp over a Norway off of Norway mountain, Norwegian mountain. And uh, they he did five thousand parachute, and he did thirteen thousand bike jumps before they did the final take. But then my room was like 13,000 is impossible. I'm like, yeah, but that's what they're reporting. He's like, he's been training for a year. And he's like, that's an impossible. Number. Yeah, I don't, I don't like he did not the full jump bike. He didn't jump off. Like, that's why he had less parachutes than he did the bike. It just he did bike jumps, I guess, in his backyard. No. Rode his uh his jet ski into his uh swimming pool. No, audience can't see it, but I'm giving you a
0: big east-west. I don't fucking believe that shit either. No. <laughs> I agree with your roommate. That's horse shit. That's what people were told.
1: I don't know. Part of Tom Cruise's legend. Part of it is reality. But Part of the legend, the legend. The map of the legend lives on. Lives on.
0: That's about all I got, I think. That's all you got? All right. That's all I got as well. So, dear listener, if you like what you heard, do all the socials. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We definitely appreciate it. Also, LRM Online has other great programs for your listening pleasure. You can find those on lrmonline.com nick doll where you be
1: fun. i am at geeky nick doll on twitter um and i do breaking geek radio the podcast and marvel multiverse mayhem on thursdays which is you know what if whatever marvel show is that week and we'll also do all the spider-mans before uh, um the new one just since we know all villains are coming from each movie
0: Woo-hoo, all the Spider-Mans. Yeah, there's
1: literally one villain from each movie, at least. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, I mean, for there the are most five part, movies. there only one. Yeah. Yeah, or even like the Andrew Garfield ones, they obviously chose, they got Electro, but then they chose Nor- the Norman Green Goblin because he's the one people give a shit about. Yeah. It's a good call, good call. And I wonder who the last will be.
0: I don't know, we should uh, We should uh, take some bets. We should, uh...
1: You know, I plan. would have said Gentleman's vulture, plan. but he's in the Morbius trailer.
0: Yeah, and I guess I feel like in this movie they'd have a, at least from my opinion, they have a hard time figuring out a reason. Um, I'm gonna have to think about that.
1: I'll, yeah. I'll come back. Maybe to Mysterio. Maybe he's alive. Maybe he's, he's a or maybe just someone else using. It's more Mysterio is more of an organization than a man in the movies.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be a good way to kind of wrap up. Part of that storyline, right? Like it's hard to murder somebody that never actually died.
1: Yeah, or even like through the multiverse, he just alive again. Yeah, I've <laughs> even got would... some kind of. <laughs> That'd be a fun way to um, acquit Peter,
0: right? Just show him Mysterio's another... back. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's not
1: dead. He's right there. And it's actually Mysterio from another universe. I still think that, I mean, he's just gonna erase everyone's memories. It's a lot easier than.
0: Yeah, finding the sensor
1: sticks and pulling up Mysterio and being like, Look at this. Dude. I don't want
0: that. I kind of I kind of I don't like the return to status quo.
1: Yeah, And weird. of course, as Kyle always says, we'll see if Sony takes their ball after this back. Meaning Spider-Man thinks but... so. I think that they stand to make
0: more money doing this than taking
1: it away. Here's what I would like to see. I know we just were in wrapping up the show, but I brought it back to this. Um I know I I, I, I we're probably pretty sure it was a mistake that Toby Maguire's Spider-Man is on the wall in the Morbius trailer. But it would be cool if maybe they continued Toby Maguire's story. And he was the Spider-Man in Sony's Spider-Man universe. And then we could keep Tom Holland over at the MCU. And it feels like the best situation for. Sony and Marvel. Maybe. Um, We'll see.
0: I don't know what... So Tom Holland is the current hotness. And I don't know what Sony would gain by doing that, other than having to spend a lot of money to get Tobey Maguire to come back.
1: There are lots of... I don't know. I I hate Spider-Man Twitter. It's everyone hating on everyone else's favorite Spider-Man. So I see a lot of pro-RAMI people, but I'll see a lot of pro... I mean, not pro McGuire people. I'll see a lot of pro uh, Andrew Garfield people. But
0: yeah, I think everybody's fine for their own thing. Um, it's just, I would, I, Holland is, a, Tom, <laughs> at the bottom for me. So we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. Um, you shall see. And you can find me right here on Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, and tweeting at Sir Jonesy's. And also gramming, gramming that thing. Is that a, is that a verb? Gramming, as well as engines. Folks, as always, thanks for listening. We will catch you on the next one. I'll see Don't get any on ya. Mission accomplished. <laughs> oh, the other thing I was gonna say, I totally forgot about this. Uh, I really enjoyed Candyman. I thought that it was oh, no. a really good homage to the first one like it had a lot of good callbacks but was also a good movie in its own right so if you like
1: scary movies I highly recommend it sounds so. good audience bye, bye. Rate just rate because rate. I would watch Candyman I just think it looks far too scary for me <laughs> looks like old <clears throat> I mean, like different, very different plots but like lots of scare me just the premise looks scary. I didn't even watch the full uh, trailer. The premise was terrifying. The Candyman trailer I have seen all of them, and they are terrifying. Um, it's yeah. I mean,
0: violence well, that's pretty good. It's pretty pretty
1: like. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch uh, Reminiscence again. So. But first, lower decks. Yeah, you even watched the last week's either, or you just haven't. I haven't watched yesterday. When does
0: it come out? When are the new episodes?
1: Thursdays? Yeah, so I not watched. Shows, I did sorry, not watch that exactly. yesterday. Okay, yeah, me neither. But I'll be doing that today also. Yeah, I love it. Do it right now. Right now, Last week's episode was so good. Diddy Mouth with the Riker. The episode mostly about Riker's ship. That was good. About the Titan <laughs> and the
0: puppet. I'm actually kind of excited. Like, I like that they are showing Titan stuff um, because there are two ships that feel like got the short trip in Star Trek. It is Enterprise E and titan. definitely the titan one
1: so i around. do I hope you we see some. more wrecker yeah. put the yeah. one and two <laughs> yeah